Wake up! Good morning, family. It's time to rise and shine and wake up to your potential. I'm actor, speaker, dream maker, coach, Ben Curtis. And I'm Daniel Tuttle, Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Intuitive Healer, and Transformational Speaker. We are your hosts here on Wake Up Wednesday, your box-breaking, courage-creating, inspiration-making podcast about choosing to live your best life and waking up to your potential. What magic did you truly be? Has been asleep, and if you decided to wake up from, would change your reality forever. Let's find out. Good morning. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. Afternoon to any of you. Buongiorno from Venice. Buongiorno and all that stuff to you from Venice. Hello, Jeff. Gator in the house. We have such a beautiful group today. Oh my gosh. Welcome, everyone. And we're live here too, right, Daniel? Yeah, we are. Awesome. Hi, Ben. Hi. How are you? I'm lovely. (laughs) And welcome uh, for the awareness space too. Uh, It's good to see you here. Owen, um, welcome everyone to Wake Up Wednesdays. We are waking up to wealth today. Show me the money. money. Yes. How did we get so lucky? Um, you know, I think because we asked, Daniel. I don't know if we we're lucky. I think we asked. So we're going to be talking today about how to attract wealth. Um, I know Daniel and I have both done a lot of work on this, and this has been probably one of the biggest challenges for me in my personal transformation over the last, I mean, several decades. It was something that was ingrained in me. Um. And What's... how much of our beliefs about money are we inheriting from our family? You know what I mean? And how much of what we have decided is what it means to be a Curtis or a Tuttle or a whoever you are. It means you're only supposed to have that amount of money or you're only supposed to be able to do that. You're only supposed to be able to have that capacity because if you have any more than that, you're going to be greedy or or everybody's going to want to take your money or whatever. But what is money, Ben? What, what really, really is money? You know, it's energy. My definition, actually, if you're listening, let's, let's ask, let's ask everybody listening. If you're listening, um, live, definitely comment. If you're listening later, then you can always go on our Facebook page and, and comment there. So, um, tell us what you think money is. Just type in the comments. It can be a couple words. First thing that comes to your mind, uh, to me, it's a piece of paper that we, uh, agree has value. And, um, it's also aside from that and some, and, and a lot of other cool countries, it's a very cool coin. (laughs) Um, it's energy. Anything we assign value to is energy. We can assign value to that we're dying every day. Right. Because we are. But we can also assign value to that we're creating new life in every moment inside of us and all around us every day. Because we are. Well, if we go back to just while everybody's typing in. in, Yeah, they're coming in. in Yeah. You know, at one point, you know, we were talking about trade. Right. Mm. Money was just a way to trade. Mm. There was ancient cultures that traded cowrie shells as currency. 
you know? And so at what point did we all of a sudden give it such value that something meant, well, we had gold standard, right? And that meant that this amount of gold equaled this amount of thing. But I mean, now money is a bunch of, of numbers on a computer screen, right? It's, it's what is cryptocurrency now bits and pieces and, and what have you. So, mm-hmm. um, what are we, what are we getting ourselves into and, and how can we actually make it work for us? What are it's, we getting ourselves into? What are That's we a great question. And how can we make it work for us? Um, yeah. Let's let's read some of the responses we have and then answer that. Uh, good morning, Becky, and uh, welcome, Crystal Access Bars. Um, so we've so some of the comments here. Money is a mystery. Uh, one person from Facebook said. Um, Say that again. Owen from the awareness space is value. Jeff Gator, money is what pays the bills. Ubi369, totally agree that energy needs joy, happiness, and to be connected to. That it's energy, I guess. Um, Beefo Brady said, it's a piece of paper that allows you to achieve your actual goals that will bring you true happiness. Cool. Very cool. It needs love as well. I love all of these answers. Awesome. Fantastic. What is money to you, Daniel? Well, I used to think that money was freedom. That was my biggest Mm -hmm. thing that I associated money with was freedom. And so I would equate the dollar signs or the dollar value that I had with what was in the bank as freedom. And I know that I would... my uh, I, I allowed my point of view about my freedom to be determined by the number that was in my bank right Mm. so it was like oh you have a thousand bucks you have this much freedom but what if it wasn't actually that and that's the journey that that happened for me but i want to ask you ben like what is money what is money for you Hmm. well i think it was it was what i um oh someone also said safety is what i associated with becky said that Um, yeah thank you becky money for me um the first thing I think of around, well, here's the thoughts that you, for me, what used to come up around money is that it's something that's uh, hard to obtain. Yep. You have to work hard to get it. Uh, it's not, um, if, you don't, if you're not really smart and careful, you can lose it at any moment. Very quickly. Um, right. If you don't save it, uh, because you can lose money for any reason at any time, it can all be taken away from you. So always hide savings. Um, and that also like money is for people who really care about some fanciness, like money is for people who value material things. Mm -hmm. And so it was also like from a family of people of service, um, my family, like my mother was a teacher and worked with refugees. My father was a minister and a civil rights activist and an artist. And, um, wow. you know, money was not something to, to, to worry about, to care about, like it was to right. do what you love. Right. Exactly. And so I actually, and I think it was tied to self-worth for me because when I learned that, oh yeah, I do what I love, but suddenly the person I was dating was like, 
but you can't provide for us. How are you ever going to have kids? Oh, you must have been an actor. Oh, yeah. And oddly enough, they were an actor. And then suddenly it was like, they said to me, but if acting was a relationship, look at how it's treating you. It's not receptive at what you put into it. That's aggressive. Yeah. And I was like, well... We'll agree to disagree. I mean, yes, that's a great point, and right. it's what I love. So, like, I do. I don't do this because, like, well, what's it going to give back to me? It's like I do this sure. in service as well. So I learned a lot from that, and then I actually took a course at the Actors Fund. It was incredible. It's a nonprofit for all artists in New York City and Times Square, and it was called the um, the Soul of Money or something. And we just talked about our, our main assignment was to interview our parents and our grandparents about how they view money and how they were taught about money. And even if they weren't alive, to interview someone else in, their, in your family. Right. And when we came back and shared, I mean, this is a group of strangers. Granted, we are all artists, but we were in a room and we started sharing this. I mean, there's never been more tears. People were like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, uh, you know. Because yeah. we, we were bringing up these old family agreements. And I realized, like, wealth, when, when I at- obtained a lot of money um, in early 2000s from the first Dell commercials, wealth separated me from everyone in my life. It actually wow. felt like it totally put a fork between me and other people. I saw it change my relationships. And I almost didn't want it. And guess what? It went away. And I've had to rebuild it. So all of that was ingrained and my father would just, my mom was like, save your money, save your money. Always only spend what you have, spend in your means, like get a job at the grocery store. Like I was doing what I loved. I was a magician in high school professionally at a business and I was doing what I loved and she was still so worried on my behalf that she was still begging me to get like a real job, something that we knew that we can count on is consistent or my and, favorite, something to fall back on. <laughs> yeah. That's what my dad always used to say to me. I believe in you and I believe in your acting career, but I just want you to have something to fall back on. And I always knew yeah. that when you have something to fall back on, you always fall back on it. So I never yeah. had something to fall back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? But what, at what point does that, does that, did all of that shift for you? Because I know that, I know that it has shifted for you or it's, it's an ongoing, evolving process of shifting for you. When did that all of a sudden not become about uh, form structure and definition? Like, for example, for me, I know that, um, you know, I went through different phases of my life also, like you you did, of, of having money, of not having money, of this and of that. And, and you know, I was married for a while and, and that had a different structure with money. And then I was on my own and I had a lot and I've had nothing and I've had a lot and I've had nothing and all that kind of stuff. And for me, I I think the greatest realization was that it's really, truly, truly about it's, it's the opposite of what it appears to be. It's like, if I make all this money, then I will have freedom. And what I learned to realize is that when I choose the freedom, the money will follow, right? Mm. When I choose the energy or the vibration of what it is, then everything else will follow. If I just have money for the sake of having money and I don't give it a job or I don't give it a purpose, then you know what? All of a sudden it goes away. If I don't enjoy it, it goes away. If I'm not aware of what I'm going to do with it, it goes away because it's like, oh, I'm just hanging out here. 
right? And I've noticed that everywhere we focus our attention, where we keep our attention, then what ends up happening is we create more, right? Because then all of a sudden the universe says, oh, this is what he's doing. This is what he's choosing. This is exactly what he's doing with the money. Therefore, I'm going to provide more and provide more and provide more, right? So that was something that came with obviously energetic understanding, energetic contribution about money. Um, but I've gone through many, many different uh, courses. I actually teach a course called Manifesting in Abundance, which is a theta healing course that's all about creating a different relationship with money. Because the truth is, is that if we if we do recognize money as energy, then it's really only our beliefs about money that is creating the wealth or abundance in our lives. Yep, 100%. And Right. Because then also what ends up happening is we become so connected or tied to what we perceive our belief is about money that we just immediately, immediately manifest it. And think about it. Our beliefs about money are the most intense beliefs that we have. Right. And so the more intense the emotion is behind the belief, the more it's going to be actualized in our life. Right. So tell me when you actually had that awareness for you with money and what how that shifted for you i'll answer that question momentarily but first i want to acknowledge some of the things you said um and also if there's anyone listening and i know you are i can see you i can feel you i can hear you <laughs> can't really hear you yet um Comment. Let us know what's resonating here with what Daniel just shared. So if if it's about beliefs, right, where did you learn your beliefs about money? Why don't, let's answer that one question. Where do you think you learn your beliefs about money? Just type that in the comments. Great. And um, I would say, um, you know, you mentioned choosing the belief and then and then that and then the the attraction will follow. Right. We right. think not all of us are born into wealth, but even people born into extreme poverty have created great wealth and people yeah. in great wealth have lost everything. Um, but there's something that I have noticed, and that's the uh, that's the um, the the rich dad, poor dad. Right. Mm -hmm. I never even read the book, but someone just told me about the concept and I was like, oh. Yeah, that yeah. totally makes sense. My friends whose dads had money, they just naturally yep. had money. Yep. yep. My dad, his father didn't have money. He was working class. My dad was working class. Like, yep, like we didn't know much about money. My mom, thank God, she like taught me how to balance a checkbook at a young age, and that was really good. Right. Um, speaking of money, direct flooring Chattanooga. My um, best friends from childhood started their own incredible business in Chattanooga and now is one of the leading real estate owners there and growing and learning how to be of service to people how and make cool. money. And they've been in the lion's den too. So shout out to you guys there. Um, Very cool. So as we talk about money, that's what, and fatherhood, right? Um, or whoever you learned it from, Becky learned it from her father. Um, yeah, so I just noticed that, like, I didn't really understand about it. And I even sought it out. I took economics in high school thinking I was going to learn about, like, the stock market and and investing and stuff. And, like, it was, it was more political, and I didn't learn about it. And I was looking for classes in college on that. I wanted to minor or double major in business at the Stern School of Business at NYU. And they're like, no, wow. you can't do that. You know, your your major is is 
was theater and it was yeah. intensive. It was, it was, it was a BFA it was concentrated. So I had little time, but they were just, it wasn't even an option. And I'm thinking, well, even as an artist, like I could be an amazing actor, but I have to learn how to be an entrepreneur and invest. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just kept being poor and I had tons of money. I made six figures during the first Dell ads and I still, I spent most of it. I paid off a lot of my education, but, um, you know, I gave it away. I didn't know how to be deserving of it. I didn't know how to hold on to it. I didn't think that it would ever go away either. I thought I would yeah. have a lot for a long time. And that's what I was going to say too, is that when you're in that flow and you have it, you don't, you don't think to consider that it's going to end, mm -hmm. you know, or that there's a finite amount, you know, yeah. but that has also been a point of creation for me too. Like I know that when I start to worry, worry, being hmm. the um, limiting belief here. When I start to have worry or concern about money, I, I go immediately into creation mode, right? Hmm. Like, what can I create that's going to actually replenish this wealth or create more wealth or add to my wealth or whatever, you know? Um, I invest a lot. I like to invest money, whether it's in places like cryptocurrency. I'm really into NFTs right now and also the regular stock market. And those of you who are doing that right now know that both of those have taken a drastic hit this month. Almost, almost, uh, I, I nearly watched all, all of my investment go to half, right? Now, of course, we know that the energy is of those things is that they usually always replenish themselves, God willing, right? So if we don't go into reactive mode and go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is only the number that I see on the screen and stay in positive mode and possible mode, then what we can do is we can create more. And, but I have to tell you, here I am, I'm on probably one of the, 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 the most incredible adventures of my life. You know, I'm spending the month in Italy with my partner. I, I'm here for trainings. I'm doing crazy things. So there's a lot of money going out, a lot of money going out, right? And now on top of it, I look at these numbers that I always relied on to make me feel better, like my numbers from my investments or the numbers from the market. And they're about half of what they use usually, usually are. And it has well, what, what I did, what I, what I have recognized is that, and I really had to facilitate myself through it. I, I recognized and I realized, you know, this has happened before we've gone in these waves and now what is required of me to actually uh, replenish and create more. And that, that is to create more, to, to literally create more, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a coach. I am, um, a facilitator, I teach classes and I just put out into the universe, okay, what classes can I offer? What classes can I teach? Who requires this information? Who requires what I have to offer? And then, and then I allow the universe to show me, you know? So, and how great that we, we live in a digital age where everything is online. Like you and I can say, okay, you know what? I'm going to host a class tomorrow or I'm going to do this tomorrow and we can see it happen. So it's taking that step and saying, okay, I'm not going to be blinded by limitation. I'm not going to buy into this fear. I'm going to choose to create beyond it. And that's, that's the choice we have, right? Yes, yes, yes. You said so many good things there about, and, and how to 
create and choose it. And I, um, I love what you, and, and the energy of investment, right? That that could attract yeah. more and this loss, yeah. right? Like who, who here has lost money? Like say yes, just type yes. If you've lost a lot of money, whether in the stock market or making a bad, you know, bad, wrong investment, mm -hmm. um, you know, just spending it all away. Right. And then, yeah. and then the feelings we make about that, like, oh no, I'm screwed. And I, I, I even remember the, the beginning of, um, there's a story in, um, about Bill Wilson, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. And he mm -hmm. got sober in the late 1930s. It was actually around the great depression and the stock market crash and people, yeah. uh, jumped out of the windows, you know, yes. like nine 11, they jumped out of the windows, like at that time they jumped out of windows too, the world right. trade center. Right. And like that everything was gone. Mm -hmm. Had they held on, they could have become some of the wealthiest people in the next 40, 50, 60 years. That's right. Um, you know, and when we're in that space of calamity at all or nothing, we are actually in the middle of, um, of purchasing our, our, first piece of land, my wife and I together. And this is the one in Costa Rica? In Costa Rica. Yeah. What an amazing, amazing thing. And we sent this money and it's been like four days and they were like, the lawyers called and like, we don't have it. Didn't arrive. Oh my God. And then the, uh, the bankers are like, what a test. it's definitely sent. And you know, there's... <laughs> There's this moments of panic. Like I came out from meditation and Cassie like came downstairs. She's like, I'm freaking out. I was like, okay, <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Why don't we go sit outside and talk? Mm -hmm. And we did, and we worked through it. And, um, you know, but the, the thing is I was, I said, I asked her like, what's the worst case scenario here? And we just talked mm -hmm. through like absolute worst. And I said, uh, one of the greatest tools we also got from Access Consciousness, I believe, and from you at least, is uh, and how could this work out better than you ever imagined? That's right. Exactly. Losing all of my, spending a lot of my money, most of my money from the early Dell days was such a challenging lesson because I had to, I booked a lead role in a feature film, my first feature very soon after that arrest after I was basically blacklisted from the acting world. Right. And I booked a lead role opposite of, I was the lead of this film spy the movie. And I think you can buy it online, spy the movie.com or Amazon. Um, but I was the lead and it had Vincent Pastor and Frank Vincent, both from Sopranos um, were in it. And then um, one other big name. And I had to ride and I lived in Williamsburg I had to ride my bike to set or to the meeting spot, to the van every day because I couldn't afford the subway. Wow. I had to take extra food. I brought Tupperware and this yeah. was an independent film, you know? So I, yeah. I think I was probably only getting like no more than 100, 200. I think it was like 600 a week or something, but yeah. um, living in New York city, that didn't even, I don't even know if that Nothing. paid my rent. Exactly. Um, so, and then I would take Tupperware and like from craft services, which, you know, on this shoot was probably like pizza and fruit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would take it home and that was my dinner and I would spend these long hours there and it was the place where I was like taken care of, you know? And then I had to work in a 
Mexican restaurant and people would be like, dude, why are you waiting tables? I'd be like, well, you want to give me a job? Cause what, like, <laughs> you know, say the dill thing. Sure. And I'd be like, oh my God, all I want to know is if you want salt on your margarita or not, you know, exactly. it's like, um, exactly. and it just, I, it's like, I couldn't hold on to my, even bartending. I was making so much money at one point and I just couldn't hold on to it. I, I didn't know. know what was wrong with me. But it was yeah. the self-worth and I and I took this class in the Actors Fund and that really helped sort of wake me up to all of the programming that I learned. Like I kind of knew that intuitively, but to really see it and talk about it and see it on paper visually, like the family tree of how I learned about money. And then I've done reprogramming to, to yes. deal with that because I could not make more money. I couldn't ask for more money. I didn't think I was worth it. And then I had to exchange dollar of sweat per per hour for blood, you know, and that's how we're taught. And then even if you make money that you might surpass your family or friends can also yeah. be your fight or flight kicking in to keep you safe and be like, no, 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 no. Like stay small, stay humble. Yeah, exactly. Right? And for so sure. all of that is there. And then if you have money, then you're suddenly like, that means you've made it. But listen, I've had six figures in the bank and felt like the worst human on the face of the planet. Even Jim Carrey says, I wish everyone could have success, fame, and wealth so they'd know that that's not what life is all about. Right, exactly. It's all about chasing those experiences. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's exactly what you said, you know, recognizing, okay, you know what? I'm worthy of living the life that I say I want to have. I'm actually worthy of that. And so if I just choose to go and focus my life on living that and, and, and proving to myself the worth, maybe this is a tool that we can really, really all do right now because we are in the middle of Mercury retrograde. So there's a lot of things that don't make sense. And I'm so happy you mentioned the crazy phrase, what is right about this that I'm not getting, hmm. right? And also everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be right? Utilize those tools to kind of scramble your brain to say, okay, you know what? I know that there's so much more available to me when I put my mind to what I'm actually asking for and what I'm actually, what I actually want. And that is experience. I want to live life. If we get out and, and enjoy life and live our life, then I wonder how much, how much more wealthy we can all be. I, I, I know that also for me, I, I did all those those odd in jobs too, Ben, when I was, uh, you know, living as an actor, the waiters and the this and the that, and I just freaking hated it. I hated every single second of it. And I hated going to work. And I loved when they told me that I didn't have to come in tonight because there was too many people. I absolutely hated it. But now at this phase where I am at in my life, I love my job. I love my work. My work rewards me so much and i know that that's why it keeps on generating so guys what are you avoiding by following your heart and doing what you love because you think it's not going to make you any money but if you actually chose it it would bring you all the wealth in the world yeah you know yeah i yeah. mean look at me i'm i'm i'm, I'm in venice for yeah, god's can sake. you just like venice, point Italy. the camera for people is there a way yeah, for them I to mean, see your view for a moment i mean this is my view guys like I mean, here you go. This Turn is, this around is, if I'm, you're, I'm if you're watching here on Facebook. He's uh, we're looking over the canals of 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Meredith said, I still have dreams of waiting tables and missing my shift. I do all the time in New York, like anxiety nightmares of the tables and stuff. And I even enjoyed my job sometimes being a bartender was powerful. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to serve you or like, absolutely. (laughs) What's your number? Uh, but yeah, 100% it's, yeah, it can be terrifying. We carry those things with us, those jobs. We think we need to do the survival jobs. That's what we got to survive. Yeah. And some of those jobs saved my life and brought me here to where I am today. I think everyone in the United States, especially, especially, and maybe even only the United States should be required to wait Mm -hmm. tables in the service industry for two years. The Israelis have to go to the army. U.S. citizens (laughs) should have to wait tables for two years. We would be an incredibly different country. You know, my partner Guillermo and I were talking to about how here in Italy, like the service is so different, you know, because they don't work on tips in Europe. So yeah. they don't, they have no point of view about whether or not you get your pizza on time or whether this happens or whether that happens. They're really, 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 they've got things down to a science and this is how it goes and this is what it does. And if you leave them a couple extra euros, they're super happy, but they don't live on it. They don't require it like we do in the States. Like, you and I had to go to work. And if we if we lost our money, I remember so many times I would like lose my money or my money was stolen. And at the end of the night, I, I had to pay out of my oh own my pocket. Yeah. You know? If people didn't tip you, you still had to pay out of the sales. So you had to pay out of your own pocket anyway. That's right. I remember I, I worked in Rockefeller places. Center where the ice yeah. skating rink is. It was a restaurant down there in the summer. Yes. I and love that place. It was really cool, but we had to get permission from the manager occasionally for like a multi-language little slip that we would give people to let them know like what's customary to tip here. And the most wealthy people from foreign countries would not understand and especially would not tip. And if I tried to talk to them about it, would think that I have totally overstepped my Mm -hmm. servant boundaries. Yeah. And just, you know, and it can even be rude to do that in other places. So anyway, let I, I, I digress a little bit. Let's talk about how we could attract wealth and the things that you are doing that does work to, for us to create more abundance. Yeah. So we, I, one of the classes that I teach is called um, How to Become Money, right? And it's based on this book that okay. Gary Douglas, exactly, that Gary Douglas wrote that is a really, really powerful and insightful book that really invites you to recognize that the same energy that you are made up of, the same exact atoms and molecules that are running through your, that are creating this reality are the same exact ones that are creating money, right? And one of the tools that I love so much about that are these mantras. I am control. I am creativity. I am wealth. I am abundance. I am control. I am creativity. I am wealth. I am abundance. Those are the things that get us so blocked. And if we started to actually just say that I am all those things that I give my money the power to be, then all of a sudden I've shifted a vibration. I am freedom. I am choice. I am possibility. I am wealth. I am money. I am creativity. I am. And just all of those things that you give money power to are create mantras in which you say them yourself. And that's going to shift a vibration for you. I love that you said that 
today on my walk, I had wasn't even thinking about our topic. I was uh-huh. really focusing on being present. I was having a nature walk with Cassie before this. We try to do that every morning. Mm-hmm. And we actually went out to the place where we had buried the remains uh, from our miscarriage. And um, we didn't have anything about it. It felt really beautiful to go out. It was a gorgeous day, gorgeous morning. Um, and we were walking, and I realized, like, for the first time, like, she's she's been really excited and feeling really great and healing from it and, like, really chatty lately. And I've noticed myself just being like, like, my head just being like, oh, God, just stop talking, you know? When are you going to <laughs> And then noticing that voice and being like, hey, your partner is like sharing all this beautiful stuff. Like, just just be with that for now. And then if you need to ask for space or something, take it later. Take it next. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but on this walk, we were both really, really silent. And it was fascinating um, to me. And I just, instead of saying anything. Oh, we're back. Instead of saying anything. Sorry, I got a phone call. So saying anything, we... Um, I just held hands. I started, I started thinking about my senses. Like, what do I smell? What does it look like around here? What do I feel like right now? This is alive. This is my last moment, you know, and I held her hand and, and we were walking and, um, and then suddenly I brought in, um, uh, just a mantra came to me and I was like, I am abundance. I am beauty. I am wealth with every step. I attract money like the leaves on the trees. It follows me wherever I go. I keep roaming. And, and like with every step, I just started creating a mantra of, of poetry flow was coming as I was walking. And I just talked about being with one with nature and the energy of abundance. And just like you said, it's those things my coach gave me um, a mantra, I deserve, I allow, I receive. Beautiful. And that's one of the ones I use to practice receiving money because I didn't ever think, I always think I was deserving of it. And if I was, was I actually allowing it? And yeah. then if I'm allowing it, am I actually receiving it? And so being exactly. that energy and imagining what it would be like to have now and those molecules now and resonate with that now and send that yeah. out into the universe and invite your higher power into it and yeah. like play with it. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's this expansion out of this, right? If you're here, you're just in that place of limitation. But if you're expanded, it's like, wow, I am all of these things. I am the universe, right? Guys, you are the universe. The whole universe is within you so how could you not be the richest motherfucker in the planet i mean come on choosing it right drop some fire if you're feeling this guys yes (laughs) yes show me the money and what would you be like behave like if you attracted wealth if you just didn't have to do or be anything different Mm -hmm. or someone else who would you be or, or what would that look like if you just attracted wealth naturally, if it just came to you? I used to put on a great mantra to sleep to. There's all these like w- attract wealth abundance mantras on YouTube for like that are like yeah. six hours long and you can just put totally. it on quietly and go to sleep uh-huh. to it. I'm like, yes, I sleep and dream of money. <laughs> but practicing it um, in the daytime too and allowing myself. I have a friend that, that opens up his bank account on his phone every morning, he looks at his phone, uh-huh. there's meditation, and he goes, no matter what's in there, sometimes he's had large negative amounts, he goes, thank you. 
thank you. He looks at each one and he just says, thank you. Beautiful. Puts it down. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's acknowledging what you do, what you have created and what you do have and mm-hmm. doing it without attaching negative emotion to it. Right. Saying, mm-hmm. okay, look, wow. How lucky am I that I, I do have this and I can play with this. Well, I think we've really, really given a lot of, this is such a great discussion, Ben. And I really, I want to tell you, you know, asking ye shall receive is one of my favorite laws in the universe. And it's not always about money. Sometimes it's about energy and it's sometimes it's about people. So I really want to acknowledge and thank you for being the space of having this conversation today, because I didn't realize how much I needed to be reminded of what we're talking about and how important it was to actually stay focused in that. And so Mm. I really, really thank you for that. My pleasure. And, you know, I needed this too. (laughs) So uh, I really want to thank everyone, especially um, Becky, Magic of the Universe, Mare, and Badass Coach, and Udi, and all the... uh... And Beefo Brady. Thank you, Beefo Brady. (laughs) My my peeps in Chattanooga, uh, everyone, thank you for being part of this. Please share this with someone who could use it. Please tag a friend. If you're listening on YouTube or Spotify or any of those podcast channels, please subscribe. The more we say yes to this positive message in medicine, the more we can overcome all that other stuff out there that does not serve us. So thank you for saying yes to us today, to your wealth today. And um, Daniel, it's been a gift as always. Yeah, may we all be blessed with that energy to know that we are we are the wealth that we are seeking in the world. We already are that energy, mm. right? And, and it's with gratitude, it's with joy, it's with respect, it's with honor, it's with everything. And so thank you, Ben, and sending love to every single one of you. And we wanna hear about, we wanna hear the miracle that happens with the um, Costa Rica story. That's. Definitely oh, yes. gonna be one. I just chanted yesterday. I just kept saying, Oh, it's 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 here. It's arriving. Mm-hmm. It's arriving in Costa Rica. It's here. It's arrived it's here. here now. It's here. It's here. Yes. It's here. 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 And and start keep keep imagining what you're doing with that space. Yeah. Like, wow, it's gonna be so amazing. We're gonna have retreats there. It's gonna be miraculous. It's gonna be awesome. You know what also <laughs> was beautiful and wild is that course Mercury retrograde. Um, my editor reached out to me this morning and said my computer crashed. I had all this footage ready for you, and I'm out here in the jungle and I just repaired my car. And he he works remotely in Costa Rica. I actually ran into him in a village there, and he shot all this incredible footage. And he's um. It's like, yeah, so I don't really know what to do. I can't quite afford a brand new, like a new computer right now. So, and he just asked, he was like, is there a way you could float me some of the money? And I said, listen, you're doing such a great job as an editor. I'm sure I'll be hiring you for more. So I'm going to give you money as a retainer and you can Mm -hmm. use that to buy the computer. And then I've also invested in myself that way and in him. And it's, you know, if someone had been able to do that for me, and people have in the past, you know, it was, an, it was an amazing thing to be able to be in that space. And I also said, yet yeah, I don't have much money because I just hired a coach and got new photos taken and you know, <laughs> doing this and that. And like, I don't, you know, I've like invested in myself too. And that's the beautiful thing. But we can always, as we invest in ourselves, receive so much more. Exactly. So where in your life can you invest in yourself this week? Yeah. And join us same time, same place next week. 
can't wait. Love you guys. Have a great week. Show Thank you, Ben. Show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Over and out.